Welcome, welcome, welcome to Are You Determined to Grow? This is your host, Prophetess Denise Kelly. Oh, Y'all being recorded, sir. Remember? I don't like this. Hey, yeah, yeah. I'm early, huh? My way early. Yeah, yeah. I'm drawing you. All right, okay. So y'all relaxing in the little recliner? Uh-uh. Yeah, we got our dining room under remodeling. Oh, gotta, for real? I got to put some more linoleum down. I've got to get another kitchen table. What happened to the table? It just, it's too bulky and the area is too small and we steady adding stuff. So it's like, kind of getting like mama house, kind of piling stuff on top of each other. <laughs> I was going to tell you, remind me of mama. Y'all got all this stuff. Go to London house. She remind you of Papa. You get that from both sides. Papa, Kelly, and Mama. Y'all like to pile that stuff. <laughs> that yeah. table was so big, though. <laughs> I was wondering who was going to say it. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get a smaller table. And we're going to get another. Uh, this black thing here is starting to split on us. And so we're going to get us another his and hers recliner. Except right. this time it's gonna be bigger where my feet don't hang off the end of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm short, so and that would have been just mine. Yeah, I thought you were gonna get a new cassette. No, you know, no. Red, it make you fall off of it when you're sitting on it. The pillows will fall. Yeah, yeah, that maybe that's on down the road, but it ain't that ain't just here yet. Yeah, you don't want to sell me anyway. So. I need to give me a new cap. Mm -hmm. I done scraped all the paint off. <laughs> I just threw some pillows up there to camouflage it. <laughs> I ain't right. never even sat on it. She just tore it up. Wasn't even here two days and did that. She don't even know how close she is going outside. <laughs> Three years later, I'm still talking about that couch. <laughs> Well, you gonna be ready to preach next week? Yeah, I'm on top of it. I'm praying about it right now. All right. Lord will, because I want to make sure I come with the right thing. So everybody can join in, you know, like we do with Denise. Which they always will. Oh, hey, Gary and Vanessa. Oh, I'm gonna see their face. Yeah, it's gonna be nice. It'll be my first time in a while. Uh, oh, hey, there it is. We talking about some. We talking about some preaching, and we talking about you answering. Uh, and we talking about you answering all them Bible quiz questions before we get a chance to answer them. Kelly, but you don't never have no time. You sure make time for them though. I said, dang, I thought she was too busy. And so <laughs> We and mean soon, I ain't on time. That's barely three or four minutes. I'm usually on time. Stop. Yeah, as soon as she oh, says. Oh, we said answering them questions so fast. Oh. You, be on, you told me you don't know hell down no time when I was sending my little Bible verses trying to encourage everybody. <laughs> All of a sudden, you got much time for this Black History Month. <laughs> Put prime time back there. I see your prime time. I, I'm just <laughs> I'm Boy, you drank out of my whole jug. You drank the whole jug out of there. He, he drained it on. He, he drained it on. And, and and then when they said something about Denise said something about a gift, Vanessa really started looking for them questions then. Hey, 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 she crunk up, didn't she? <laughs> because initially I was like, okay, sometimes I wouldn't answer because I was like, yeah, let other people answer. I said, Denise, let let us go all this time. And then she tells us towards the end. What the heck? <laughs> Then we answer. Yeah. 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 Y
He's not in the same group. He need to be in that group. He get a gift. <laughs> yeah, he in a separate wish. group, all his own, <laughs> so that y'all can have a chance. <laughs> See, oh, okay, darkness! Uh, darkness is Benoit. Did you email Benoit or text Benoit? I haven't yet. So let's go ahead and get it started. Uh, we're going to have uh, Minister Kelly to pray us in, and then uh, we're going to turn it over into praise and worship. Uh, we're in the living room today because we're doing some remodeling. So excuse our, our oh. location. Okay. But uh, uh, oh, grace to dear Father, Lord, we just want to say thank you for this day. Thank you for your goodness, your grace, and your mercy. And Lord, thank you, Lord, for this time, Lord, to sit down and talk about you and talk about your beauties and and all that you're about, Father God. And we pray, Father God, Lord, that you're glorified in our speech today. And Lord, that you're glorified, Lord, in our conversation and all the beautiful things that you do for us. We just give you praise and we give you honor. Asking God to bless each and every one that's here today, those that have a desire and is not able to make it. And also our teacher, Father God, for taking this time out of her schedule uh, to lead us in this Bible study. We just give you all the praise and all the honor in your blessed son named Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Praise and worship. Praise and worship. Let's see. I've been now, singing different all week. <laughs> I huh? keep playing it over and over and over. I love it. Different. What? The song you taught me last Sunday. What was that? Remember by Lockhart? Uh, different. So we different. different. Yeah. D-I-F-F. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a beautiful song. I it's keep playing. It's got so much bass in it. It's wonderful. It's a beautiful song. Um, I'm going to go way, way back. And I'm probably just going to do the chorus of this song. I don't think I remember all the verses, but this song, hopefully Denise will remember this. I don't know if Denise ever led it or not, but I think of our cousin Cynthia when I think of this song. So, and not, maybe she led it when we were little kids, teenagers, whatever, because uh, they were older than us. Um, but when we had a little youth choir at one of them old churches that we went, went to, this was one of the songs. Now, most of the songs I remember is from way back then um, compared to some of the new ones that we have today. but. Anyway, here we go. Um, take me back. Take me back, dear Lord, to a place, to a place where I, where I first received you. Take me back. Take me back. Take me back, dear Lord, where I first believe take me back take me back dear lord to a place to a place where i where i first received you take me back take me back take me back dear lord where i First believed. I tried. I tried so hard. Don't you know? Don't you know? Don't you know? To make it on my own. Don't you know? Don't you know? Don't you know? I need. I need your help. Just to make it home. Mm. Take me back. Take me back, Lord. Take me back, dear Lord, to a place, to a place where I, where I first received you. Take me back. Take me back. Take me back, Take me back, dear Lord, where I. First, be me. 
take me back. Mm, mm, mm. Take me back. Take me all the way back. Take me back, dear Lord, to a place, to a place where I, where I first received you. Take me back. Take me back. Take me back, Jesus. Take me back, dear Lord, where I first believed. Take me back, y'all. Take me back. Why are y'all laughing? What happened? Oh, Kelly. <laughs> Kelly was singing it? Does he know it? No, nah, he was laughing. <laughs> it, it, he tried to sing it. That's that's why I got it oh. on mute. Oh. But yeah, I remember that song. Did Cynthia lead that? Uh, I think she did lead that song. Okay, that, that stuck in my head. But I, I used to love when we would sing that one. Yep, yeah, that's another good song we had. And Brother Kelly yeah. led it too. <laughs> oh, you did before? <laughs> I guess not. Boy, that booger right there. Anyway, <laughs> I thought you did. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank did you. Did your brother ever leave a song, Shanana? Shanana on mute. <laughs> Shanana. Did you work? I said, yes. did your brother ever lead a song in church? Never that I know of. Now, when he got grown, him and Denise went to church, and he was a preacher then. Oh, so okay. when I was growing up, I don't never heard him sing a song, period. But he'll try. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I give him the benefit of the doubt. Now, he probably did sing a couple, you know, leading the church house. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Amen and amen. 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 We have another great lesson as usual. We are in 1 Samuel still. Um, 22 is where we're going to start out at. And uh, 1 Samuel chapter 22. And we're going to start reading. I wonder if you said 1 Samuel what? Chapter 22. She's going to break up a little bit, baby. We want to uh, work with her again. 22. So, 1 Samuel 22. And I want to say we stopped at verse 9. No, we didn't. So, we started at verse 11. So, we're going to read 11. I'll get it. There's only, there's only 22 verses. So, we're going to read 11 through 22. So, um, about five verses a piece. If it's 22 verses, then is that 11 to 33? 23. Uh, verse from 11 to verse 23. So it's like 12 verses. So we read about four verses a piece. About. Caleb, go first. So I'll read, uh, what's the name, to 50? Or is he? Uh, don't, just read till 13. Just read first three. All right. Then the king sent for priest Emily, the son of Atub, and all the men of his family, for the priest of Lob, at Lob. And they all came to the king. Saul said, Listen now, son of Atub. Yes, my lord, yes. Saul said to him, why have you conspired against me, you and the son of Jesse, giving him bread and the sword of inquiring of God for him, so that he has rebelled against me and lies in wait for me, as he does today? Who you want to go next, sis? Uh, Sean, just do the next three verses. Okay. Malik answered the king. Who of all your servants is as loyal as David, the king's son-in-law, captain of your bodyguard, and highly respected in your household? Was that day the first time I inquired of God for him? Of course not. Let not the king accuse your servant or any of his father's family, for your servant knows nothing at all about this whole affair. But the king said, you will surely die, as he met like, and you, I mean, you and your whole family. Uh, three. First, next three. Okay. 
Then the king ordered the guards at his side, turn and kill the priest of the Lord, because thou have sided with David. They knew he was fleeing, yet they did not tell me. But the king's officials were unwilling to raise a hand to strike the priest of the Lord. Then the king, the king then ordered Doeg, you turn and strike down the priest. So Doeg, the Edomite, turned and struck them down. That day he killed 85 men who wore the linen ephod. He also, he also you can stop there. Go he ahead. Also uh, put, he also put to the sword now the town of the priest with its men and women, its children and infants, and its cattle, donkeys, and sheep. But one son of Amalek, son of uh, Hittu, named Ab Abathar, escaped and flee to John David. Hmm? Fled to John David. Fled to John David. Okay, good. Oh. He told David that Saul had killed killed this is NIV version obviously he's reading from uh, he told David that Saul had killed the priests of the Lord then David said to Abiathar that day when Dog the Edomite was there I knew he would be sure to tell Saul I am responsible for the death of your whole family mm. stay with me don't be afraid the man who wants to kill you is trying to kill me too you will be safe with me. Hmm. Amen, 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 amen. It's a good lesson, good lesson. We've been talking about leaders and types of leaders. And so we're going to continue with that vein. But my question to you is, what are you willing to die for? Who are you willing to die for? And the reason why I'm bringing up that topic is because as we see, the priest was minding their own business. And then we had this leader that went off, this paranoid, what did I call him, limited mindset leader decided that the priest's life wasn't important. So we know as we begin to talk about this, I just want to ask the question, who are you willing to die for, or what are you willing to die for? So I'm gonna ask that question first. We're gonna do a round table. Um, what are you willing to die for? Is there something that's in your life where you would say to yourself, you know what? I am willing to die for that. I am willing to die for that. So let's talk about it. My mom. Okay. Whoa. Well, amen. Hmm. Uh, well, y'all think about it, brother Kelly. Goes I, I ain't talking about this shit, brother Greg. I mean, Jer Greg. Gary. Who you I'm gonna die? I'm, I'm gonna tell you something, Denise. I ain't, you know, I ain't there yet. Okay. I ain't made it that far yet in my faith. I love the Lord, but I ain't made it that far. I, I, I don't think I'm going to let them dip me in no hot ball and all, you know, for the gospel. I, I, I love the gospel. I, I believe in the gospel, but I ain't ready to die. You understand me? But I'm going to tell you something. All honesty, I die for that woman, that man. You know, I, I'm sorry, Lord. I, I mean, I don't, I mean, that's a, a, a difficult question you. You 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 bought it for tonight. I guess God wanted to know who will I die for. Uh, I guess I get caught up in the you know the the the, the fire you know the, the gunfire and everything for the Lord. I do that, but so far as me just standing, I don't think He'll do me like that. But I ain't just ready to leave because I have to really know for you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that. God want me to die for, you know, but I die for this old girl here. And I'm, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry, you know, if I offended anybody tonight, I'm sorry, but I die for her, man. 
Hmm. You know, I ain't never seen God. I ain't never seen Jesus, but I felt him in my life. I seen him work in my life, but I ain't never seen him face to face. Now, uh, I guess he gonna make that happen soon, you know, but I, I don't know. That, that's just where I am right now. I'm sorry. I guess um oh no go ahead go ahead okay. um I was gonna say after having um children I, I do believe I felt that if it came between my life and theirs that I would give my life to my children even my grandbabies you know the little ones you know if it came to that I would say that um, so far I've not been in a position where the Lord has uh, said that you're gonna lose your life for um, praising and worshiping or, going, or trying to um, either to live your life by my word. And even if you're professing your word, his word to anybody else, you know, we, we haven't been, well, we in the United States for the most part, have not been put in a position where you, we would lose our lives over it. Not, not at this point. So, hmm. anyway, that's my answer, I guess. Hello. You ready? Um, I'm like Brother Gary. I try to be honest as possible here. Um, I would die for my family. Uh, if someone was to bust in this house right now, uh, I'll be the first to defend it. Um, they would get me first. Um, and I would die for my country, my values, my beliefs, what I stand for. I'm willing to put my life on the line for that. And when I joined the military, so many years ago, I raised my hand to defend the Constitution of the United States of America. So uh, when I went in the military, they were just coming out of Iraq, but they was talking about going back into Iraq. And I was willing to die for my country for the sake of the family, so the family would be to enjoy the peace and liberties. At least that's what would have been my belief. That, that that's what would have happened. But I can't tell you that's exactly what the country would have did, but I would have defended my country, uh, defending my, my, my values, and I would defend my family. So I'm kind of, I believe like what the Bible says, no greater thing than this than a man lay his life down for his friend. I don't value life like that. You know what I'm saying? I thank God for it, and I thank him, you know, but I, I'm not one of those kind of people that run around afraid that I'm going to die or I'm consumed with when I'm going to die or when the end of the world is. I don't live like that. I mean, uh, to be absent from the body is to be present with God. I believe what the Bible says. And so I don't put a value on my life so high where I want to stay on this side so long. When God gets ready for me to go, uh, then I'm gone. That's just that. And I hope Nobody spent a whole lot of time crying about it because I'm not going to be crying about it. I'm going to be on the other side. So um, that's just how that's just how I view. That's just my views on life. Shanana, and then we're going to let Brother Bernard go. I am so confused. I mean, just to be honest, I don't know anybody I would die for. Because I'm so loyal to to default that when it comes to my family members, a person can look at them wrong, and I'm still holding grudges. So I'm be honest, I'm still in the healing process. I, I people have said things to me about one of my family members, and I'm still thinking about that. And I'm like, God, thank God, the beast is dead. I mean, it's sleep. It's not dead because I would have reacted. So I don't know with me not having any children because my ch my child died. I don't have a husband and, and I'd be willing to fight tooth and nail for my family members. And I don't think they'll do that for me. I seen time people go up and shake my enemy's hand. And I just told them how they just stole from me or how they just put poison in my drink. So really, to be honest, I think I'm loyal to a default. 
I, I'm kind of like God. Why would he send his son to die on the cross for people that will betray their own sister or betray their own brother? Now, what the Lord told me was to love everybody. So therefore, forget the country. Let's talk about just humility, I mean, humanity, period. Let's, if I'm going to die, let me die for my people, especially my mom. You know, somebody or somebody, I'm willing to go to bat behind my dog. And that's weird. That's because she like my child. But, you know, I don't know. I mean, that's a hard, hard, hard question for me. Vinod? Uh, uh, for those who were raised up with me or uh, raised up around, raised up behind, whatever, uh, I, 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 years ago, that question would have been difficult to answer. Uh, well, I'm not going to get too specific about it, but, uh, I've done a lot of portion of my life doing a bunch of fighting this and fighting that and wrestling and getting aggressive with this and this and that. But uh, over time, I've realized that uh, those things that, uh, you know, everything's not meant to fight for, that you have to fight about. So uh, my mentality has changed to a degree. Uh, so I have come to the point to where I have a mentality of the things that I'm willing to fight for are the things that I'm willing to die for. Uh, Oh, uh, if it's not worth dying for, it's not worth fighting for. Is it, 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 it has quite a bit to, you know, it's quite a bit that you can throw up under that umbrella, because that's just the kind of person I am, I guess, compassionate. So when I give a bond, or if I, you know, if I'm attached to something or someone, or you don't know, have a pact with, so you know, I'm willing to go all the way with it. Um, uh, you know, uh, dying for the faith. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I guess I would have to come across that first if that makes sense but uh the things that i'm willing to fight for are the worst and very things i'm willing to die for so uh that's in uh in essence it's just uh what i got going on well amen 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 it was a it was supposed to be a thought-provoking question so it it was it was it, it, it accomplished what it was supposed to do. Uh, many times we do not think about, we often don't think about our life to the point of preparing for our exit as well. And, and uh, in answer to that question, definitely family, children, but I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I'm willing to die for my faith. And the reason why I say that is because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, and, and that's all I really have. If, if everybody forsake me, they go their own ways, they do whatever, he the only one left. And there's many times that I've been out there just him. It's just me and God. And so, um, yeah, I'd add that one to to my to my to my repertoire and 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 many uh you know of course this was this lesson was actually outlined before all of these mass shootings that happened and everything like that but uh god know what he's doing you know and that's why i tell, uh, try to tell people when you uh read the word of god it's always applying to the right now people want to take half of the bible some people told me they don't even read the Old Testament. I'm like, how can you not read the Old Testament? Because it fulfills, the new fulfills what was in the old. But I said, I'll let to say this. It is time as, as we progress, time for us to prepare to, to meet the Savior, to live a life according to that. And to, um, you know, to put our life. See, he is in the business of living. God is in the business of living and he has already prepared us for both the living and the dying. So as we begin, let's talk just a little bit more. Yes, it was supposed to be thought provoking and I'm pretty sure all week y'all going to be thinking about that, but that's what it was designed to do. Because let's look at what actually happened here. 
you know, as we begin to talk about leaders and the reason why I keep bringing up leaders that I believe that this uh, Samuel, we we're looking at leaders and leadership and how they behave and how they're actually supposed to be in place to do what? Take care of their people. But we see that Saul is taking care of himself and taking people out along the way. That is why it's extremely important as leaders for us to make sure that we are being led by God in the things that we do and the way that we think. Because we can do damage, we can do more damage when we're not ready to lead. Now, I hear people all the time talk about, I'm ready to lead, I want to do this, I want to do that. But put them in a situation where they have to make a decision between themselves and the people they're leading, they choose them. And I get it, I get it, I, I get it. But as a leader, he said in the scripture, the first will be what? The last, and the last, last. will be the first. first. There's, a, there's something he's teaching us in that. He's teaching us that it's not about your authority or how high you are, but it's actually, remember that saying I said, it's how low you go. In other words, the servant heart, the ability to allow God to speak to you and use you where you're not focused on yourself. And, and let me tell you a secret. When you allow God to use you in a manner where you're not always thinking about yourself, your stuff is automatically taken care of. And I've seen it done time and time and time again. And even when people try to mistreat you or use you in a way, knowing they got their own bill money, like my husband said, and we've heard on many occasions, people, <laughs> people spend what they want for what they want, and then they beg for what they need. But even in those situations, God always takes care of us, no matter what, as long as we're being led by him. And then even sometimes when we miss the mark, because ain't none of us perfect, right? Even when we miss the mark, he still takes care of us. Who are you and what are you willing to die for? So I'm going to open it up and then we're going to talk just a little bit more about Saul and his crazy behavior and the fact i'm opening it up before i go any further so any comments so far god don't have respect of person so the way i feel if god wanted me to die for him he gonna take my life anyway show that we live we gonna die so i don't think that he will put me up until a point where i got to prove my faith because he already know my genuine heart he already know the love that I carry inside of me. Also, what I love about God is that we all like filthy rags. So he wouldn't care if you die for his faith or not. And also what I love about God, because he don't have respect of person, he will make, like you were saying a while ago, those that are last become first. When the process of that, he's doing that now, right before our eyes, and we're not noticing it, some of us. And what I can truthfully say about God and what I've noticed is that if you cling to him, he'll cling to you. Now, I'm not saying for a person to go out and spill their big money, they bill money, then come to the family with all these terrible issues. What I'm saying is God do give you common sense. And it means for you to pay your bills, then come to the family and say, I want a cheap lace sandwich. Or I would like to buy me a big old bottle of power, my son. And then I can terribly tell you, no, I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't care if you ever do. So therefore, if you're hungry now, I'll feed you, but it won't be Chick-fil-A, we'll go in and cook us a hamburger or a bread sandwich. Now, that's the way I feel. And I don't care how busy you is in your day. If you raise kids or not, I don't have any, but you know how to cook. And if you don't, you need to learn. And to be honest, we in a day and time where you're going to have to be more sensible with your money. Like some people invested in cryptocurrency. I don't believe in that. I'm going to keep my money and let go and tell me what to do with it. I don't care who gets mad. I don't care what they say. But, oh, go ahead, Brother Gary. <laughs> now, 
Now that ain't why I did it, yeah. But uh, I want to commend Kelly and Denise. Cause by law, all are supposed to be there. Uh, we call ourselves Christians. We call ourselves true Christians. Uh, I fight for mama, but I ain't gonna fight for Jesus. You see, Jesus made mama. Uh, I defend my family, but I won't defend the gospel. See, Paul defended the gospel. Killing Denise, I, I, I like this, this stand up that you guys did, and everybody, oh, we 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 really supposed to be there. But honesty is the best policy. You see, everybody's not on your level tonight. Hopefully, we'll be on that level in the future. Amen. Amen. I just thank God for you, you, you good people that's leading us that that's sharing the word with us, that's coming, hey man, I just thank God for you. I'm gonna let somebody else talk. Amen, amen. Um, I, I, wanted, I wanted to share a testimony. I know this is not testimony service, but uh, I just wanna share a testimony this past week. I was sitting at the hospital uh, on an inmate and I was sitting in the ICU Minding my own business, you know, just going through the ups and downs, ebbs and flow, trying to make it through the night. And uh, all of a sudden, the doors open up. And they come rushing in with this young lady. She was 25 years old. And they was trying to get a, they was trying to get a heartbeat. They was trying to, they was trying to spare her life. And shortly after that, her mother came through the, uh, in the emergency room in, in, in ICU. And her mother said, y'all got to save my daughter's life. Y'all cannot let my daughter die because she's only 25 years old and she got a three-year-old child that she needs to get home to. So I need y'all to do, I need y'all to save her life. And I mean, it was kind of an uproar. And, 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 and uh, another young man there, I guess it was her brother or, or, or something. I'm not sure who he was. But he jumped up and punched the wall and, and got angry and mad. And the security had to come up there and, 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 and try to quell the situation down. I mean, it, it was just kind of chaotic. But I said all that to say this. In the process of it all, I just began to thank God for my life. I, I, I felt sorry for her because she only lived 25 years. But God had gave me twice that long. You know, I had I had seen twice her age. And, and he didn't have to do that. So if the good Lord say tomorrow is my time, then so be it. Because he, he's been gracious. He's been gracious already to me. He's already spared my life many times with, 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 when I don't think that I should have made it through. You know, he showed his grace and mercy to me. So I don't feel like he would have shortchanged me if he says tomorrow is your time. Some people may say it's premature, but I don't believe God is premature in anything that he does. I believe we have a start date and I believe we have an end date. And it's already been predetermined. And God is going to decide when that date is. My date may come before yours. Your date may be coming before mine. I don't know. I don't spend a lot of time thinking about it. I spend more time thanking God for the time he gave me and, and the time that the things that he's allowed me to do. So I don't know. That was just up on my heart to share with you all. Amen. I'd like to add something. I know Bernard ain't got a chance to talk yet, but <laughs> Caleb either. But um, what I wanted to say was, and I just truly believe that here lately I've been having a lot of dreams and I know anybody asked me about this. But anyway, it's going to be a lot of people that's going to pass. Um, they got this new thing out here called fentanyl and they they trying to seize as much as they can. But a lot of people have already compressed them into pills and all kind of stuff. That's really why I'm not too quick to buy pills off the street or anything like that. And they're getting younger and younger. 
you know, back then we used to could trust the people that we was using drugs from, we thought. But we really don't know what they was putting in there. And what I really love about God is like my brother Andro was saying, is that when it's your time, it's your time. It ain't that we cheated, Delph, because it's been numerous of times I was in the emergency room and should have been dead. But God had a different purpose. And a lot of times we as humans, we don't understand. I don't care. I know my brother saying don't cry for him long, but I don't know. I can't say that I won't just as well as you, Denise or Vanessa or any one of you guys, because I am just really, really soft when it comes to death. And I know we supposed to be strong, but you got to remember, I'm still in the flesh, too. So I might cry a little bit more than anybody, but just ignore me and I get it out pretty soon. Amen. Amen. So let's let let me throw another little idea out there. Let me let's talk about we've kind of um talked about how crazy Saul was and how I, I I want to talk just a moment about this concept of killing the priests. Now I just want to say first, I I I I'm really like floored by the fact. That this king that they begged for, let's start with that. They begged for this king. And then that he almost pretty much did away with or negated their their uh religious uh beliefs, uh killing the priest, going in, sacrificing all the kind of things that he did, because he did a sacrifice before because of the people, but he decided that was what was more important was his reputation and he murdered all the priests. So I want to ask a question. Is there something in your life that you feel like is more important than God? Wow. Vanessa, it ain't it, it ain't nothing in my life more important than God. I mean, I got I got my fleshly thoughts and this here and that there, but no, ain't nothing in my life more important than God. But I'm gonna tell you something. There's something in my life more important than me. That's that one. <laughs> ain't God. You see what I'm saying? But ain't nothing in my life more important than God, because God make her, God keep her. Without God, it wouldn't be no me and her. Because if I understand, if I put anything above God, that's my idol. So I'm making my business to not to put her higher than God, because he'll yeah. take her from me. You see, I love the Lord. You understand me? Because God made this possible. Amen. Amen. Um, Bernard, you came up. I think Vanessa's next. Oh, that's a hard question because I feel like I've been in positions before where I did put things before before the Lord. Even though uh, I walked with the Lord, I, you know, I believed in God, and you know, I'm trying to live my life according to His Word and will. There, there are some things that I've done before Him, and I know that even now I struggle. Um, babe, I'm talking. Oh. You, I keep talking with you right there. Okay. I like you. You just died. Struggle with um, sometimes um, I'm having to be reminded that I have to put God first, even even in my marriage. You know what I mean? That I love my husband. I'm glad my partner came. I love my children. You know, my grandbabies, you know, my family, you know, but also also constantly being reminded that I've got to put uh, God first. You can say, they can't see you. Hi, y'all. Hey, Sorry, how you doing? I, I'm so exhausted, Anthony. That's okay. <laughs> I'm about to go stay right now. Okay. All right, then. Love you. Love you, too. But I'm constantly reminded that I have to really trust, even in things where I'm uncertain about because I'm concerned or where I'm concerned. 
about certain things. I really, God is always constantly reminding me, I got to trust him in all those situations and put him first, allow him to work, work things out. Cause I know I don't have any control of anything. So, but yeah, that's my take on it. Amen. Okay. Brother Vinoy, was you going to go or you want Kelly to go? Well, it don't matter. I just came off from you because I was accidentally put it on mute. But go ahead. Oh, okay. Go ahead, Kelly. Uh, I, I'm kind of like Vanessa on that one, though. Uh, there's times I, I want to say that there ain't been nothing more important in my life but God, uh, besides God. But if I be honest about the whole situation, there it's been many times where God plays second fiddle in my life. Uh, but I, I, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm make, trying to make that my goal. I'm trying to get there. I'm striving for that point. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm aiming for the high mark in Christ Jesus. You know what I'm saying? I'm not there, but I'm aiming for it. And I also about this Bible study lesson, I also want to say this much. Isn't it amazing how Saul couldn't kill Amalek, uh, or the king God told him to get the kill, and all the family, but then all of a sudden he killed his priest, and all his whole family be dead. I don't know. That just came to me. I don't know. <laughs> you got some of us that God don't. He won't allow you to die. So how we know that maybe he just couldn't kill Amalek? I mean, some of us have a hedge of protection around us, and maybe God was testing him. Just like he tested, you know, Job. He told the devil, you can do whatever you want to to him, but you can't kill him. So therefore, we don't know. You know, sometimes God, he don't play checkers. He play checks. He'll jump people clean from the back to the front without your permission. He don't need that. You don't have to have a title to know more about the Lord than most. And a lot of times we as humans, we don't put God first. But we're all trying to reach that mark. And it's going to come to a point where we're going to have to. Because every mouth will confess his own sins and every knee will bow. So either you're going to do it now or you're going to do it later. Amen. Amen. Brother Vinoy? Uh, uh, of course, there's nothing more important than uh, the Lord or the relationship with the Lord. Uh, but there are times, obviously, that we all, I mean, we all, I could speak for myself that I place uh, <clears throat> what I want or what I want to do in front of that, uh, even knowing, you know what I mean, what should or shouldn't be done. Uh, and I would go so far to even say this, I mean, there, there's no shame in Saying that, you know, I'm not saying that I would or wouldn't, but as far as recanting my belief in the face of in the face of death, I don't know. I don't think that I would, but I don't know. Uh, but uh, you have uh, many different examples of men who denied these. Are, I mean, these are people who wrote a large portion of the of the gospel. Or some of the gospel, or their, their stories were, you know, a large portion of the the new the gospel. Who uh, turned away from Christ um, in the face of death? But you have to know and understand that sometimes, I mean, not to I mean, just to make you guys, you know, so everybody knows what it is and ain't. You have to understand that these men of God who faced death afterwards had a profound experience with the Lord. So with that being said, for those who have had deeper experiences with the Lord, I would go so far to say that they, you know, are more uh, apt to do those type of things. Before they had the experience with Christ, I'm not talking because they lived with Christ. We're talking about when Christ came back, they were strengthened. Uh, and then a lot of them went on to lose and give up their life for the gospel. So uh, don't sell yourself short because, I mean, you, some, it's, a lot of it has to do with your experience, personal experience level with, with Christ, with the Lord. At the end of the day, we're talking about spiritual experiences. So uh, for those who, you know, have seen many different miracles, many different, you know, those, you know, it's, it's just hard for them to, 
deny certain things. Just like there's times I would sit there and I would study with the Jehovah Witnesses and it became such a burden because they just didn't believe that uh, that miracles are for today. And I just haven't experienced that for myself. I couldn't continue to sit there. You know, where some people will sit there and just like, you know what, it will be swayed. So it just depends on what experiences that you have had. And believe you me, you got quite a few more to, to experience with the Lord. So, uh, you know, that's just something that I wanted to throw out there uh, before I forgot. Amen. Amen. Uh, let me let me make sure that I clarify that I am not accusing or anything. This is all um, us to think about because the whole purpose of Bible study is so we'll learn and we'll begin to think about some of the things that we may not have thought, thought about. So that was good. Thank you, Vinoy, for pointing that out. I have one last little comment, one little last thing that we're going to talk about. And uh, everybody chime in if you don't mind. So the last thing that I wanted us to discuss, I want us to discuss for just a second David's reaction and what David did. So we went from a limited mindset leader to one that said, I got you. Even though he is the reason his family died. But he knew his responsibility to the young man. So he told him, I got you. I'm paraphrasing. Y'all read it. It was everybody read it, right? So he told him, I got you. And with me, you'll be safe. So he went from this limited mindset leader to a leader that understood that he had to protect him or he had to give him God a, a realm of protection to within his within his uh, limits being human let's say that but he he took it upon himself to say hey he didn't tell him see because somebody could have told him man your whole family gone <clears throat> i don't know what to tell you man you know he could have did that but instead he said stay with me i'll protect you and guess what i knew this was gonna happen when i seen uh that coward at the temple because you got to keep in mind the one that killed the priest he was at the temple now we don't know what he was asking god for but i'm pretty sure it wasn't can i later on kill the priest i'm pretty sure that wasn't it I i'm just saying he was asking god for something and then he turned everything around and ended up murdering God's men and women of God. And not only them, but children and infants. Think about that for just a moment. So my last statement or my last want everybody to think about and chime in on is, do you know the difference between a real leader or somebody that's in charge? Can you answer? Can you answer your response to that last question? Did you give one? Not the one that you just asked. Did I answer that question? That. She never answered either one of the questions. She, she answered one of them. I did the answer who you died for. Not the second one. What was the second question? Oh, I forgot. <laughs> it's, it's, um, would you put? What do you put in place of God? Oh, is there something that you put in place that's of probably why I, I forgot it because in my is, mind, is there, she, her question was: is, is there anything more important than God? Okay. That was thank the you, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Okay, yes. yes. No. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, there you go. There, there isn't anything more important because He's the basis for everything. And guess what? If I if I love Him. And do what he's told me to do, everybody else will be taken care of. There's a song that Kurt Franklin sings. It's called Bless Me, Bless Me. Bless Me, God, indeed. Uh, he says that death is defeated and God is the victory. He is the victory. And then he says this part. He said, bless me, bless me, God, not just for me, but for everybody around me. 
can have everything they need. And so that is my motto. If I love God, if I do what God called me to do, he going to take care of the, he going to take care of the rest. So that uh, last question was I forgot. <laughs> but now so my mind went blank. Yeah. I got you. I got Andrew. you. Okay, so we were talking about do we know the difference between a leader and somebody in charge? That's what my question was. I get caught up and I start thinking of all kinds of stuff. So please forgive me. The plus, I lost my notes as well. So just so y'all know that. In the move. <laughs> uh, it's uh, like Good Shepherd in the Highlands. Mm -hmm. That that ought to answer everything if y'all know the story. A good shepherd care for the sheep. A good shepherd will lead his sheep into good pastures and good water. A good shepherd would not leave his sheep behind or lead them into any trouble. But a hireling, he's not the shepherd of the sheep. Mm -hmm. uh, when the wolf comes, the hireling will leave. He don't care about the sheep, so y'all can figure that out. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. Donna? Uh-oh. Um, I just want to say, you said, do we know the difference in between a priest and a good leader? A leader and somebody in charge. Oh. That's uh, a difference. I don't follow authority like that. I feel like God is in charge. I mean, anybody else come tell me something, I have to go and take a second out to go question because I got to talk to God. I, I'm going to be honest, authority is something I try to stay away from. So um, somebody being first and in charge, I don't know what that is because I feel like I'm in charge. And therefore, I know God going to send me the right people that's going to be around me to get me where I need to be like y'all. Because other than that, I wouldn't be on this track. I do this every day, but I need y'all. See, that's why I love that song. It said, God, surround me with the, not the people that I need. It's something like that. Just bless, not bless me indeed, like you were saying, but a while ago, it's one of Kirk Franklin's songs too. But anyway, it's just like, Lord, no, enlarge my territory. So he's been enlarging my territory. And a lot of us, we don't take, we take people like for, uh, advantage because we don't look how prosperous is because i remember the first time and i noticed off topic excuse me but um denise i remember the first time you prayed with us online and i hit a thousand dollars the next day and i told mama i said mama denise I always saying for somebody else to pray and she don't even know i've been waiting a year and a half we've been doing this for her to pray again you don't know how powerful your prayer is i'm gonna say in my life I can't speak on anyone else's, but what I can say, it seems as though in the spiritual realm that we are coming together, not only on the physical realm, because, you know, as above, so below. So God, whatever he's doing in heaven, he's doing it here on earth. And I'm like you, anything that's connected to me is already blessed because I'm blessed and highly favored. So I know I'm going off topic because I always do. <laughs> Go ahead, y'all. Caleb. Uh, a leader will take charge while a person, when a, yeah, a leader will take action while a person in charge will just tell you what to do. Mm, okay. All right. We're going to let Benoit close us out, but uh, Minister Kelly? Uh, I believe Brother Gary said it best. I mean, you know, it's the difference between a shepherd and a hireling. Um, David, when he heard what the man had did, what Doag had did to, to the priest, he had compassion. He had compassion for the man and his pain and his suffering. And, and he even took ownership of it in a certain extent, saying it, I, I, I knew something would go wrong when I seen that a dude there that didn't mean nobody no good. You know what I'm saying? I knew, I knew this was gonna come back. You know what I'm saying? But I hate, I hate that it happened. But I tell you what, I'm gonna have compassion. I'm gonna allow you to reside with me. Where I lay my head, you lay your head. Uh, what I eat, you eat. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna become part of, you're gonna, I'm gonna take you in as part of my family. You know what I'm saying? 
a good leader, he shows compassion. Uh, 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 he, 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 he has the needs, he, he has the feelings of when other people tell him things, it ain't all about him. He can see past himself. He can see past his own pain. He can see past what other people, uh, uh, what he's actually dealing with. A good leader, sometimes he will forsake his own, his own just so somebody else could have. Because he knows that God will provide for him regardless. You know what I'm saying? It's like when you're doing intercessory prayer. When you're interceding for other people and you're praying on other people's behalf, you don't have to say anything about what you need because God going to honor. He going to take care of what you need just because it didn't come out of your mouth. You know what I'm saying? Now, had it came out of your mouth, that might have been something else. But just because it didn't come out of your mouth and it was in your heart and God know you need it, God going to take care of it. You think about Solomon when God was asking him, what can I give you? You know what I'm saying? You know, God blessed him beyond what he what came out of his mouth. He wanted a heart to be able to rule for the people in order to glorify God and not to honor him. And God said, not only am I going to give you that, but I'm going to give you more than that because you didn't ask. See, a good leader ain't spending a whole lot of time concentrating and asking God for things for himself. He's too busy trying to ask God to intercede and help somebody else out. You know what I'm saying? And, and because he already knows that God going to take care of him regardless. He ain't worrying about that. But if he get caught up in himself, then, 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 then that ain't what God called him to do. He's a hireling. He's not a leader. Amen. Brother Benoit, uh, if you don't mind uh, sharing your little piece, and after you're done sharing, uh, we're going to pray, pray it out. A leader, the right type of leader, I mean, a person in charge typically is someone who, you know, they have no attachment to the people that they're supposed to be leading, supposed to be, and they are typically out for gain for themselves or to want to be looked as a, to be a big shot, whatever the case may be. A leader is one that's a true leader, is one that leads. Uh, with with whatever wisdom he has, uh, he protects and he serves. Mm. Those are the things that he does, uh, you know. And it's all engrafted, incorporated into the same thing. I mean, because you have to have a heart for the people to serve the people. Um, you have to lead, and you typically lead by example. You know, those are the best who always typically get more out of their followers, and those who are willing to go into, you know. Not the ones that sit on the back of the back line and tell you to do, but those that are willing to go into the front line with you. Uh, uh, it's not, you know, not willing to, not going to ask you to do something that they're not willing to do themselves. But uh, Christ was a shining example of it. Teach, protect, uh, serve, all of those things. Those, that's, what it, that's what incorporates in the leader. Awesome. Amen. Thank you. And thank everyone for sharing tonight. I know it was uh, some thought-provoking stuff going on, but that's what we do here. And that's what we, that's, that's, that's it. That's how we do it. So Brother Benoit, if you don't mind praying us out. Before you pray, is Caleb going to say your stuff? He, he'll say it after we pray. Oh. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity to come before you once again. Uh, we thank you for the word, Heavenly Father. We ask that it be planted on great uh, for the soil, Heavenly Father, and that you continue to give the increase. Help us remain focused upon your kingdom. Uh, help us to walk in compassion and love towards one another, Heavenly Father, and those who are of the faith and those who are outside of that as well. We ask you to be with those that are incarcerated, those who are, are downtrodden and broken, Heavenly Father. We ask you to continue to touch their lives as well. And I ask that you are able to uh, invite them in, Heavenly Father, um, and uh, reveal yourself to them, Heavenly Father, that they may come to know that they are not alone and that they are loved. We ask you to continue to be with us, continue to guide us in our finances and all things, Heavenly Father, and help us to be able to heed to your voice and the voice of your Holy Spirit. And all these things we ask and pray in the name of your mighty Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Amen
Amen. 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 Caleb, you got something for Are you? You May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Remember to drop the uh any additional prayer requests in the uh big chat. Love you guys. Next week. Oh, oh shoot. I forgot. Caleb, he'd be all right. Uh, I forgot to give y'all the, the uh, breakdown of next week. So, Shanana's up first. Thank you for reminding me. Shanana's going to be on the first. Dro is going to be on the set on the eighth. Brother Vanoy is on the fifteenth. And if you need to change uh, with anybody, just let me know in advance. Uh, Brother Caleb is going to be on the twenty-second. Brother Gary is going to be on the 29th. And Vanessa is going to close us out with uh, April the 5th. All right, then. Everybody good? Yeah. Vanessa, you keep saying grandbabies. How many grandbabies you got? Two. Oh, you got two now? Yeah. Oh, Amber, she had a little baby. Amber had. She has an older daughter. I don't know which one you, oh, you're thinking. You Her daughter is like I think she's turned thirteen, and then wow. she's got the little baby. Okay. Yeah. Both. And of she them. got the little two-year-old, right? Yes, correct. Oh, <laughs> girl, you confused me. I'm like, wait a minute. So I thought the other had us a baby in Not between. Yet. Not well. Yet. God will bless her womb when it's time. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Love y'all. Have a blessed week. Love y'all. God Amen. bless you. Hey, Vanessa, give me a call if you don't mind. Okay. Yeah. Leave me. Right here? Yeah.